So for the month of April, I am down over 20 pounds now, which is amazing. I feel great. I still have a long way to go, but we're making great strides, and it's easy, which is the important part. So head over to anningsbusinessshow.com slash ideal, and we'll get rolling. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Amsterdam Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today I'm here with Shay Doyon of Lantern Inn B&B. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. So let's get a little history on you, the business, your husband, and how everything started and kind of where what led us to here. Okay. Um, well, my husband and I have always liked the Lakes region. And about five years ago, we had come up here and we actually stayed in the B&B that we own right now. Yeah. And um, we just couldn't afford to buy it at that point in our life. And plus, we still had kids in school where we were living. So once our daughter graduated, our house went on the market, and we moved up to the Lakes region for good and found out that the B&B we were staying in was for sale. So we made an offer, and we are living there now. We actually love the history of it. That's one of the reasons we were excited to know that it was for sale. Mm -hmm. um, and the history behind it is a man by the name of Byron Headlong, who was a shipbuilder by trade, actually bought a plot of land up by the Wares Beach area. He bought 65 acres and wanted to build a summer home for his family up there. And Byron is actually the gentleman who brought the Mount Washington to Wares Beach. He yeah. actually took it apart over in Lake Champlain, put it on railroad beds, had the railroad bring it over to Wares Beach, and then rebuilt it mm. over there. Um, he also built two other ships, or boats, I want to say. They're not big ships, but two other boats over there. One of them is the Sophie Sea, which does mail runs throughout the lake to the different islands. Uh, during the summer when people are there and the kids are at camp and things like that. And then he also built the Doris E, which is a smaller vessel that shuttles people back and forth to uh, Meredith. And he named those two boats after his wife and his mother. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So we, yeah, so we thought that was really interesting, and we just loved the history of it. And actually, at the point that he bought the 65 acres, he could actually see the lake from where the house sits. Yeah. But in the last, what has it been, um, 80, 70 years maybe, the, there's no more lake view because the trees have grown up and yeah. we're only on five acres now. So the 60 acres has been sold off. Um, and the person who owns the property doesn't want to develop it or won't let anybody cut down his trees. So <laughs> we kind of miss having the lake view there. But we're a mile away from where the Mount Washington docks. Um, to go on a sunset cruise or an afternoon cruise. They do a lot of cruises throughout the summer. Yeah. Have you ever been? Yes, yes I have. It's nice. Um, so it's nice to be so close to all the Wears Beach activities, but yet far enough away where you don't hear the noise or you're not in the middle of all the hustle and bustle of the main boardwalk area. Yeah. Hmm. So great place for Laconia Bike Week because that's where all the action happens. So we're always booked during bike week, which is nice. We get great people during Laconia Motorcycle Week. We couldn't ask for a better crowd. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. So I guess we'll, we'll take a step back now and go, 
<clears throat> so you you bought the BNB and all that. Um, mm-hmm. So what is a BNB? A BNB is a bed and breakfast, um, and you're paying to stay somewhere that's um, a place where you can go lay your head. Um, enjoy yourself, and in the morning you get up and you're cooked a nice home-cooked meal for breakfast. So, B&Bs are different throughout the country and also um, throughout the um, the whole world. It all depends on what each B&B offers because each of them are individually owned, so you're not staying in a chain restaurant, a chain uh, hotel, or yeah. anything like that. So each B&B is owned by separate individuals so you're going to get a different experience with each b&b that you go into hmm. that's pretty cool so so that's probably the big difference between a hotel and a b&b there's more of a at home feel yeah personal feel. it's more personal more of an uh, homey environment that you get um we were actually just awarded the um 2018 uh, guest rated award from expedia for okay. having all five-star reviews. Nice. So we're, knock on wood, doing very, very <laughs> well right now. Our guests love us. They love our B&B. They love our breakfast. Um, we have a link on our website that has a photo gallery. Mm-hmm. And if you were to click on the photo gallery, you would actually see photos of people that have stayed there um, since we've owned it and also what we make for breakfast and just different pictures of our property throughout so people like to log on and go there and we've actually had some younger guests that have stayed with us that were hesitant about staying in a b&b because they thought it's only for older people (laughs) that stay in b&b's but when they went and looked on our website on in the photo gallery and this is what they told us they were so cute they said wow those people look just like us they're our age and they're smiling so you know they got to be happy and they read their reviews and that's what brought them to our B&B. Yeah. So it's nice to have that added function on our B&B where people can see guests that have come and um, we always ask our guests before we post any pictures, would you like to be included in our photo gallery? And you get some that are hesitant and don't want to do it, which is fine. You know, they still leave a review or they, they fill out our guest book, but then you get the ones that are like, sure, we'd love to go in the photo gallery. So... We also have a Facebook page, and we put their photo up on our Facebook page. So it's in two separate places, and it allows their family and friends to see where they've stayed, and it helps us to get the word out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you you might touch on it a little bit when you first started, but why bed and breakfast? Of all the things that you probably could have done. Well, (laughs) since 2000, um, I've always wanted to own one. The first time I ever stayed in one was in England. And okay. I just fell in love with the whole aspect of owning a, a bed and breakfast. It's when I had walked into the one in England, the owners were just so genuine and so friendly. And to know that someone was putting themselves out there to invite you into their home and share with you what they have, that's what we wanted to do. Yeah. And we've always had people in our home I mean we have four kids so we were kind of running a bed and breakfast anyway with our four kids you know making up their beds and making breakfast for them and it's just always something that's always been in the back of my mind for what I would like to do yeah so we did it 
<laughs> so we did it. My husband has two other jobs other than the B&B. Okay. Yeah, but um, I absolutely love it. Before the B&B, I owned my own uh furniture store where I refinished furniture oh, wow. and I absolutely love that so when we're not busy I still dabble in that you know I'll find a piece finish it mm -hmm. sell it online things yeah. like that so yeah little hobbies and things. Yeah. yeah yeah that's pretty cool um you had mentioned people coming in and you, you cook for them like do you guys do all the cooking you and we your do. husband we do you. the B&B is just run exclusively by us we're a smaller B&B we have five rooms. Each room has their own private bathroom. And when we bought it, I knew instinctively that we wanted to just start fresh with everything. So when we purchased the B&B, we changed the name. We put up a whole new website. Um, we redid every room. We painted new flooring, new bedding, everything went in there. Um, and we also added a pavilion outside for people to enjoy and sit at with an outdoor fire pit and patio furniture. So it's a nice outdoor environment for people as well because then they're out there and they get to enjoy the five acres that yeah. we sit on. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Now, uh, there's five rooms. Now, I was looking at your website. So each room is themed a little differently? Yeah. yeah. Um, we have our Bohemian room, mm -hmm. which is like a hippie, gypsy-type style. Okay. And that one is really near and dear to my heart. I love that room. I think the best. It is our most private room. Um, it also has a smaller patio outside of two sliding glass doors in the room. It comes with a large gas fireplace and a whirlpool tub. Okay. Um that one is exclusively on its own, away from the other four rooms at the B&B. &B. And the other four are a coastal room, which is decorated with uh, blues and whites and coastal flair with, um, uh, you have the sea captains and shells and different things like that throughout yeah. the room. There's a, that one is one of our largest rooms and also has a little seating area in that room as well. We have a French country room which allows you to hopefully get the feeling that you're in a nice little countryside cabin in France. We have our shabby chic room, which <laughs> is a very um, romantic room. That It has the mosquito netting coming yeah. down over the bed and has that vibe of being um, light colors and romance and just something softer. That one is actually on the side of the house that gets the most sun. So if you're yeah. a morning person, leave your <laughs> shades up in that room because the sun is just going to flood that room in the morning. And then our last room is our rustic lake. And I wanted something to capture the essence of when the house was built at the end of World War II. Um, I wanted something to have that 1940s cabiny rustic lake okay. feel yeah. so hopefully i was able to do that with the rooms and <laughs> yeah. our our guests that have stayed with us they're they're just pretty much blown away by how it's decorated and yeah. they just they love it and they love the fact that they can go online and see the different themed rooms and pick the one that they like yeah. and stay in it and we've actually had guests try different rooms they're like well we love the room we were in but we want to try this room now so they actually go in and want to try the different the rooms. Different yeah. 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 Now, do you restyle the rooms every once in a while? Or you kind of just have the five and you leave them there? Right now, well? it's only the five because we are new B&B owners. We have only owned it since last January. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. So the rooms 
as of now are are like they're going to be probably for I want to say you know a couple of years because people mm. like the fact because we've had return guests yeah. and they like the fact of knowing that they can go online and pick the same room you know that they had so yeah. we've had people that have come to our B&B to celebrate birthdays and wedding anniversaries and we've also had a family reunion and they've booked the entire inn so mm. we've gotten quite a few different things there yeah and also, I'm a JP, so if someone wanted to get married at the B&B, um, I could perform the ceremony if they so chose to ask me to do that for them. Mm. Yes, you really can cater to quite a quite a few things there. We can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, huh, that's pretty cool. So I'm going to take a quick, quick break here for our sponsors, so everyone is hold tight. There are two options for sponsoring the New Hampshire Business Show. One is what we call CPA. So it essentially brings the show on as a commission where for every product sold, you give a little bit of revenue back to the show. This is awesome for small companies that want a little bit of you know, input into the game but are not quite sure about how much money they have up front. Now, the other option is called CPM. So this is more traditional. Uh, for every 1,000 views on the show, uh, we make a certain amount of money depending on the spot of the ad we you are placed in. So if you want more information on sponsorships and how they all work, head over to nhbusinessshow at gmail.com, send me a message, and I'll talk about rates, what it takes, kind of everything moving forward because the show's looking to grow and we can't do that without sponsors. So you said the business has been open for a while and you took over last year or we, last year or this January? No, last January. Last January, uh, January okay. of... Um, 2017 yeah. was when we purchased it. We had our grand opening in May of that year, and mm -hmm. we have been doing wonderful yeah. since our grand opening. I mean, we had we had a wonderful crowd for the grand opening. We actually had a tented event. Um, the weather wasn't looking too great, so I'm glad we did that. So there was extra space for people to go outside and, and enjoy themselves as well. So it was completely catered and... Mm -hmm. So... <clears throat> You, you had mentioned um, when you, when you bought the business, you renamed, you kind of did a, a whole... We did. We rebranded. Yeah. Um, it was called the Lighthouse... I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot to turn my phone off. <laughs> it was called the um, the Lighthouse Inn okay. for about 11 years. Um, and then we when we took it over, we just wanted something that was going to be ours. Something that would embody what my husband and I wanted to do and what we felt and what we wanted to give our guests mm -hmm. as a whole. So, I mean, if it would have been a and b that had been there for, you know, a hundred or so years, you know, we probably wouldn't have changed anything, but yeah. we just felt it was time to update and just give the whole B&B &B a new facelift. Like I said, mm. with the pavilion outside being, you know, having that built and painting and flooring and all new rooms with themes and just Everything. We just wanted everything fresh. Yeah. I like that. Because I sat down with another business owner earlier this week who had, um, she was the fourth owner of the business she took on. Um, but I, unlike you, she everything stayed the same and she carried on the name from there. Mm -hmm. So I like seeing the different approaches to it. And again, I like the, we made it ours. Yeah. yeah. I like that part of it. And that's pretty, pretty nice. I like that. It's, it's what we've wanted to do. And um, yeah. We came up with the name, um, the Lantern Inn, 
because when my husband, we were walking around the house and he's like, Shay, look at all the light fixtures. They're all, you know, period lanterns, light fixtures in the home. So yeah. why don't we call it the Lantern Inn? And it had been called the Lighthouse Inn because on the property, there are three 15 foot high working lighthouses on the <laughs> property. So yeah. That's why the previous owners probably called it that. I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm Maybe. speculating, but um, they weren't part of the home design by Byron Headblom, the original owner yeah. of the property. So, to hmm. us, it's like, well, you know, we may, we may lose some of the customers that came when it was the Lighthouse Inn, but we're still in the same location. Yeah. You know, it's just a different name. So, if people were to still look up you know, places to stay in Laconia or the Wears Beach area, they would see the Lantern Inn um, and they go, wow, that's the place that we used to stay because we've actually had phone calls from guests that have stayed at the Lighthouse Inn that said, was this where the Lighthouse Inn used to be? And we're like, yep, it's the same place, just different name. And they're like, oh, wow, that's great. We love that area. So they've had, they booked a room with us. Good. Yeah. So, um, I was going to say there. So, I'm assuming from what you did to then switching over to running a B&B, um, pretty drastic changes as far as, you know, running a company. How has that been? It's kind of picking up, you know, in a field you haven't been in before and making it all work. and With the B&B? Yeah. Um, you said you, you did furniture repair before. I did. Right? I, I, I owned my own business yeah. before, so... Um, being a business owner, I just took that and brought it into working at the B&B. I have a master's in organizational leadership. Okay. <laughs> so I was able to take, you know, what I know from my education and put that into the B&B. But you don't, need an, you, don't, you don't need a formal education to run a bed and breakfast. Yeah. All you need is to have a kind heart and know how to cook, you know, because you're welcoming people into your home yeah. and you want these people to feel comfortable being in your home you, you want to make sure that they feel that level of comfort and they want to come back yeah yeah i think it's a good time for b&b's too because they're really starting to pick up around the country to, as well they seem to be yeah. there, there seems to be a lot more of them popping up in different places or yeah. people wanting to start their own yeah it does take a lot though to 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 turn a bed and breakfast from a regular home to be able to turn it into a B&B. Because um, when we talked to the previous owners about that, they had to jump through a lot of hoops, you know, to get that done. And you have to follow all these strict codes and standards according to yeah. each state and each city or town where the B&B is located. So, and even changing our name, um, we had to go through, you know, that process again with the city and state. Can we have this sign out front? How big does the sign have to be? You know, what can we do? Can we add this pavilion on the outside of the property? Who's abutting our property to yeah. know? But because we're on five acres, we didn't have to worry about that. You know, they just submit the plans to the planning board, and we we're pretty much all set to go. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Now, for people who are looking, kind of maybe starting their own BNB, do you have to worry about, because I think in big hotels, and they also have standards for, you know, generally for cleaning, and then... For the kitchen itself, 
you'd have your own regulations and stuff. Mm -hmm. Is that is it kind of like that? Or you do have to have a health inspector come in, okay. um, and they do have to inspect and make sure everything's ready to go, um, making sure that everything's clean and you're pest free, and you know just different things like that. So they check on everything. They <laughs> want to make sure that you're doing what you have to do to have a clean environment for people that are going to be staying there. Yeah, and I, I do the cleaning myself. Um, it's run strictly by my husband and I. He likes to cook a lot of the breakfast. Um, so we kind of share that responsibility. And when he's not going off to work after we serve breakfast, um, then he's also helping with, you know, taking care of some of the cleaning and things mm -hmm. like that. So it, it works for us really well. He yeah. pretty much, because he's an accountant by trade, he does the books aspect oh, of it. And, and he said if he wouldn't have been an accountant he probably would have been a chef so he gets to dabble in <laughs> the cooking aspect of yeah. it and i'm telling you people rave about you know what he makes sometimes for breakfast our breakfasts are are actually phenomenal there you know we have different things that we serve we'll do um a spinach and artichoke egg souffle yeah. or we'll do a um a creme brulee french toast you know, or a cranberry orange waffle, you know, served with yeah. other things. Or we like to do a berry yogurt parfait that will serve before the actual main course of the breakfast comes out or things like that. And during the summer, we like to offer guests a small continental as well in case they don't like what we're serving. Yeah. So because we're a smaller establishment being a B&B &B and we don't have that restaurant vibe, we serve um, one entree for breakfast in the morning, but it goes on a rotating basis. So if you were to stay over a period of three nights, you would not get the same breakfast, you know, three days in a row. Yeah. That's really cool. I love so that. We enjoy it. Yeah. I bet. And we also, we also cater um, to people who have dietary restrictions. Okay. We, we always ask, and it is on our website. Um, we ask our guests to let us know if they have any dietary restrictions. Are you vegetarian? Are you gluten-free? Yeah. You know, things like that. So we can be prepared upon their arrival so we know what we have to make for them and we're not scurrying at the last minute to try to figure out, oh, gosh, figure what are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Cool. I like that. So what's your uh, favorite part about your new life running your B&B? All the people we meet. Yeah. My absolute favorite is it's we get so many different people that stay with us from different backgrounds and different um, business aspects of them. You know, we've had doctors and lawyers and judges, you know, things like that that have stayed with us. And we've had people who own their own businesses or we've had people that are retired that come and stay with us. We've had people that work retail you know, or work in the landscaping business. So we reach that whole spectrum of people that just want to get away and have a great time. And one of the things about our B&B is we're pet free, we're smoke free, and we're kid free. Yeah. So when we have people come and stay with us, we cater to um, couples or traveling companions that want to get a reprieve from their hectic everyday lifestyles. Yeah. And they just want to relax you know they want to come to a place where they can just chill and be with each other yeah. and a, another good thing about um what i think is a good thing is we don't have tvs in our rooms 
A lot of other B&Bs do, but when we have people come and stay with us, we want them to connect with each other. So it's like, you know, if you want to watch TV, we feel they can do that when they're at home. We do have a, a TV in our gathering room, which we do have some guests watch, but to be quite honest, most of our guests, when they come to stay with us, especially in the summer months, they get their um, check-in is between four and six. They'll get there, they'll check in, they'll go out to dinner, they'll find things to do on the boardwalk or drive around the lake and find other things to do. And they come back, they go to bed, they wake up in the morning, they have breakfast, and they're gone again yeah. until dinner time. You know, again, and they'll come back, refresh, go out to dinner. We have all kinds of brochures um, and menus for, we can give them recommendations for where <laughs> they can eat. And we're, all, we're always getting asked, you know, where's a good place to eat? Yeah. You know, and it's pretty much we ask them, what do you prefer? You know, do you want seafood? Do you want steak? Do you want American fare? Do you want, you know, um, ethnic cuisine? Because there's so many different places to eat up around the lakes area. Yeah. And there's just so much there. Yeah, and I like that. Well, I keep saying I like that because yeah, I do. But um, there's because I used to travel a lot back when I was in the military and traveling and stuff. And thank you for your service. Thank you. And I would every time I go to a hotel, I would ask them like, "Well, give me something to do around here. Is there anything, you know, mm-hmm. give me some food?" And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> like, oh, come on! Like you're in the community, right. and it's good to see that." you can make those recommendations and you can help your guests and you mm-hmm. can, you know, you don't have the televisions because you can get a TV literally anywhere and we all have right. one in our pocket most of right. the times, you know. Spend time connecting with the people you're talking exactly. to. You know? Exactly. That's what we do. We haven't gotten one negative comment about not having TVs in the rooms because there's just so much to do yeah. out there. Awesome. So people that want to reach out, uh, get in touch with you, schedule a stay at the end, you know, how do they do so? They can log right on to our website, which is www.lanternnbb.com. Um, they can also give us a call at 603-366-2112. Or um, we've actually had guests that have just stopped by and booked a room that night. They were driving around the area, saw that we were at B&B, saw how close we were to all the amenities that Wears Beach and the surrounding areas have to offer and decided to stay with us. I mean, we are so close to so many things up at the Lakes region where we're situated. We're a mile away from where the Mount Washington docks its boat to go on the cruises. We're 10 minutes away from Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion, Hmm. which is the old Meadowbrook, the music venue. So summertime concert series, we are always booked. Um, You do have to call pretty early to get a room with us. If you like one of the groups that are playing at Meadowbrook, um, we do suggest to people you need to make your reservation as early as possible because with us only having five rooms, Mm -hmm. we book up pretty quickly for that. Um, We're 20 minutes away from Gunstock Mountain Resort. Um, So that makes it nice for the winter when people want to come stay with us because they're skiers or snowboarders and things like that. And this past winter was actually our first winter that we were open. And we partnered with Gunstock Ski Resort. So upon doing that, we were sent um, coupons from Gunstock for our guests to use for them to go there. And in return, we were put under their lodging um, link for places to stay. 
That's so nice. it, it, it was. It's a nice um, reciprocity mm-hmm. that we get from Gunstock to do something like that, to partner with them. So it really helped us because sometimes during the winter, you don't get a lot of traffic coming through and there's not a lot of people coming out in the winter. Yeah. But for the skiers and the snowboarders, they're like, hey, you know, they're only 20 minutes away. And if they have these great coupons, you know, that'll give us 25% off an all-day flex pass or you know, um, $25 off and all day or all night tubing, you know, or something like that. They're on it. They're like, let's go. Yeah. I was actually going to ask now that you've gone through an entire year mm-hmm. running your business, what's your favorite season? My favorite season is always summer. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's crazy busy, that's what I love about it. I love to be busy. I, I have a hard time sitting still. Like my husband's always saying, Shay, you need to relax. You know, you need to sit down. And I'm like, I like to always feel like I'm being productive and doing something. And I feel like if I'm taking time to sit, it's like, God, I know there's something I should be doing. But there are times when I get away and, you know, try to have that reprieve myself. And my little treat to myself is is going to Hawaii. Yeah. So that's what I do. That's good. <laughs> but, but, yeah, summer is my absolute favorite season. I mean, everything's green. All the flowers are bloomed. The lakes region is in full force with boaters on the lake and just all the tourists that are coming up there. And like I said, it's our busiest time. And I love that it's our busiest time. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I love learning about businesses like this because they're so cool and different and unique. And so it's a lot of fun. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me on, Chris. Yeah, definitely. So thanks so much for watching. Um, We're going to roll out the last word from our sponsors, and I will see you guys next time. So my new website is making amazing progress. I'm really excited to show it to you when it's ready. Head over to annexpeditionshow.com slash zimventures to get one for yourself.